Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And it's time for another happy hour, as always, with these segments. Uh, drink responsibly if you choose to do so. I think this one's going to be pretty fun. Uh, what are you sipping on, Samantha? So after our last ventures with our cocktails, I decided to keep it simple with my Corona premiere being real summer. What about you? Yeah, so it's so hot. Uh, I have kind of a... So look, Samantha knows I'm not going to go too in-depth, but I had a whole chicken... I'll call it a fiasco. Basically, I got a lot of chicken I have to cook. Um, And I'm trying to roast this whole chicken, which means I bought all these herbs, but it's way too many herbs for a single person, even though I'm roasting a whole chicken. So I made like a thyme, rosemary, gin and tonic situation. And it's very nice and refreshing. Mm -hmm. That sounds delightful. It is. And it's actually appropriate for what we're talking about today. Uh, And uh, just a heads up, we are talking about the show, Our Flag Means Death. Which means we're not going to spoil it, but uh, we might. So if you really, really don't want any spoilers, maybe wait on this one. It's on uh, HBO Max, and it's great. Have you seen it all, Samantha? Yes. Uh, Very much enjoyed it. Really good. Very light, Mm -hmm. uh, cheeky humor. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And the reason I was saying this drink is appropriate is that uh, the gin and tonic was kind of originally invented as a malaria cure uh, medicinally. But a lot of drinks like that uh, that have sort of the alcohol component and then the citrus component were used by um, people who are on water for long periods of time, including pirates, uh, yeah, to try to keep away scurvy. They try to find oranges in an episode. They do try to find oranges in an episode of this show, which, okay, I guess we should break it down in case you have no (laughs) idea what we're talking about. Um, So this show uh, was created by David Jenkins, and it stars Reese Darby as Steed Bonnet and Taika Waititi as Edward Teach and Blackbird also, I guess, um, and is loosely based on Bonnet's real-life exploits as a pirate during the 18th century. It starts with him 
leaving his wife and kids to go be a pirate and being quite terrible at it. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this, which I bet a lot of you have seen, is there's been a lot of discussion around this show and queer representation and toxic masculinity. So I honestly, I think we could do a whole episode on this, uh, but we're just going to kind of do our more happy hour conversational take uh, right now. Um, So Steed Bonnet is kind of the opposite of what we've seen as pirates, largely. He's not very good at it. Like, I think one of the first opening scenes, he's trying to get his crew to sew a flag. Like, he's teaching them to sew. He's trying to give them this space to be creative and artistic. Um, He's very all about, like, supporting each other and being friendly um, and supporting each other in perhaps lesser, less typically masculine activities and less typically pirate activities. (laughs) Uh, So a lot of people have said that this show is a really interesting critique on toxic masculinity in particular, because you see a lot of of aspects of toxic masculinity, not only through the pirates and through what traditional pirating is, but also through like Steed's relationship with his father, who always kind of called him weak and really insulted him. Um, there's the scene where Blackbeard is looking through a book and realizes like, oh, this is how people think of me, like a really violent monster. And that's sort of a destabilizing realization for him. Um, and we're going to come back to that in a minute. Uh, you've got Blackbeard's right hand, Izzy, who is very like representative of toxic masculinity and specifically perhaps a repressed closeted gay man, like a you know, a priest in that sense of like always talking out about it, but secretly is in internalizing a lot of homophobia. Uh, that was the take I saw on him a lot anyway. Uh, and then you do have this narrative with uh, Steed's wife, who again, he kind of just abandoned one night. And you get to see an episode that's largely from her perspective when Steed comes back and she's like so bummed that he came back. She's like, I'm doing so much better without you. I've like embraced my artistic side. I found some real like passionate love. Like we were never good together. (laughs) So that was interesting. And then just him in general, Steed in general, trying so hard to fit into this really toxic masculinity world of piracy and doing terribly at it in the traditional manner and seeing like his horror at it a lot because he'll take like notes and just be horrified at what's happening. (laughs) Um, But then like trying to do it in his own way and not giving up these pieces of himself even though he feels like he has to, especially when it comes to things like fashion because he kind of grew up in this haughty world of um, aristocrats and all the like passive aggressive rules and all that stuff that he really hated and thought he couldn't fit in there either. Um, but now let us talk about gay love. Because <laughs> this show has gotten a lot of credit, and I would say rightfully so, for pushing the boundaries of queer representation. And I mentioned in a recent rerun we did on queer rating that I was surprised that it wasn't queer baiting. So it turns out there's sort of this arc of what could be read as friendship um, between Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet. But in the end, they do have a very sweet kissing scene and they admit how much they mean to each other and how happy they make each other. And I mean, 
it's one of those things like now that I know that it's going there, it's very obvious, but that's also how prevalent queer baiting is that I wouldn't have right. been surprised if it hadn't happened. Right. Where it's kind of a joke of like, oh, they're like, it's a bromance. Look at this. They're breaking up. But it turns out um, it's it actually wasn't. So that was a nice surprise, but it, it did make me sad. Um, <laughs> I mentioned in the episode we did with Bridget around Dana Scully and the Scully effect too, how many like articles I got of people just so desperately searching for representation that they'll find it anywhere, which I'll, I'll come back to. But it, it was really refreshing. It was like... I just thought it wasn't going to happen, and then it did. It did. And it's very, like, people, especially um, in the particular pretty queer area of my fan fiction corner, people love this show, and they always talk about it. (laughs) So that's nice to see. Right. (laughs) And there are a lot of queer characters, not just them. Uh, You have Lucius, who's openly gay, and I really appreciate him kind of being the outside Outsider watching these two and being like, you two need to get together. Like, right. what is this? Really excited uh, for them. Yeah, yeah. And then you have, so Steed on his ship has this huge closet. And I found a really interesting essay about it, um, about, you know, it being kind of a literal representation of in the closet, like queer queer people being in the closet. But then also like all the different ways queer people can present themselves, all the ways you can identify and exists because of all the different clothing colors and styles and all of that. Um, so I thought that was cool. And when Steed shows Blackbeard his closet, Blackbeard is like flummoxed by all of these options. But it turns out he really likes, he likes the fashion style and he wants to experiment with it and try it. And then, yeah, as I mentioned, there are like kind of two breakup scenes <laughs> between Steed and Blackbeard. One is kind of when Lucius is like, that was a good man and you let him go, whatever. And that's kind of when Blackbeard, I think, has this moment of, wait a minute, I don't think I was picking up on this the whole time. And then in the end, when they have their more serious breakup and Blackbeard sort of has a decision between embracing these new parts of his identity he's found that are less toxic or reverting back to being what everyone thinks he is and what he expects them to be. rant for a sec please pay apps are way too public what happened some rando hearted a payment from five months ago and i realized people can see my entire history who i'm paying like full names it's super weird yeah it's weird how are you paying your friends then apple cash it's all in messages you can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends random people can't see it did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. A friend of mine sent me a really interesting Gizmodo article about how Blackbeard could possibly be asexual character representation. And it's worth reading if you want to go check it out. There's a couple of good points I just wanted to hit on real quick. Because otherwise, this episode's going to be super long. Uh, but uh, <laughs> kind of this idea Blackbeard has of he has to be sexual as a man because that's the what the world expects and that's how you get respect. So it's clear that he's had a lot of, uh, he's had a lot of sex in his life uh, but whether or not that had any meaning or it's just something he felt like he had to do isn't as clear. Um, they also pointed out his wardrobe is primarily the colors of the ace flag. So that's interesting. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these are the two that really, really uh, hit with me is that he has to be told Steed was flirting with him, uh, not realizing that he was essentially on a date. So there's a scene where Steed is trying to make him feel better and he makes this treasure map and it's like, come on, Blackbeard, we're going to go have this day and have fun. And that's when Lucius is finally like, oh my gosh, it's happening. <laughs> Don't you see what this man is doing for you? <laughs> uh, and, and Blackbeard being like, oh. <laughs> and then uh, their kiss being one of acceptance, not of lust at the end. There's several other scenes throughout people have pointed out that are romantic and not sexual necessarily, but there's one where they're like under the moon and... Steed says you wear nice things well and they hold eye contact for a while and it's like a moment of acceptance. Um, which is what a lot of people have said that they feel like it's Blackbeard coming to accept this queer part of his identity. Um, but yeah, those two things, as an asexual person, I'm definitely like, yeah. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I highly recommend the article. And then, yeah, just... It, it was very critically lauded. It was very successful. I know it was one of the top streaming shows for a long time. And fans loved it. But HBO only just renewed it. It took them quite a long time. And there was a lot of conversation about why that might be as well. But I'm glad it got renewed because it was a pretty big cliffhanger ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would have been sad. It would have been very sad. It would have been very, very sad. Oh, now I'm interested in the fan fiction world. I bet that place is blowing up. Well, they um, have so many options for that yes. fan fiction world. They have so many romance and side, side stories in there. Mm -hmm. I love it. I do love them uh, meeting with the indigenous people and the indigenous people telling the black pirates, you sure you don't want to stay with us? I think you might want to stay with us. Like, it was, like, <laughs> very indicative of, like, yeah, uh, this is interesting. And then the whole yeah. pyramid scheme. Very fun as well. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite episode. I love that episode. <laughs> um, I've talked about one that one before. That's the passive-aggressive episode yeah. where Steed teaches yes, Blackbeard yeah. about being passive-aggressive. Yep. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. And like I said, I think we could come back and talk about 
these themes as they relate to this show more in depth in the future. But in the meantime, cheers. Cheers. Yes. Thank Thank you. Clink. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and listeners, if you have any thoughts about this show or any articles you want to send our way, you know, uh, we would love to get them. And as always, any suggestions of things we should talk about. And if you want to hear us talk about this even more, let us know that as well. Uh, you can email us at Stephanie and MomStuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuff Podcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.